Um, sure. Um, this used to be a scorpion. Um, I'm not a Scorpio, um, <clears throat> but the stinger like broke off the other night, mm-hmm. and now it's a scarab. And I looked up the significance of a scarab, and it means it represents rebirth and resurrection and uh, the cycle of life. Okay. And uh, now that I'm Katie Lang, I'm like (laughs) moving into the next chapter of my life. And I think everybody else is too. uh, When, when I, when, when I brought it up Um, and I was wondering if you also feel like you're in a state of rebirth currently. Yeah, I would say so. I'm, uh, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what <laughs> anti-art is. You know, for the past year and a half, it's kind of just been like throwing everything at the wall and seeing what sticks. So I don't know. I just, like now that I'm kind of a little bit more established, I would kind of want to like refine it and like, I don't know, care, care a little bit less about like, quote unquote, like interaction and likes and that kind of stuff and focus more on like talking to real tangible people that are cool like you so yeah i would say so yeah um a state of like either reinvention or uh reinvention or just like making big like pivots in one's career or life or, or, or something's like expanding, like finally, um, it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's, it's strange that it's happening. Um, it was kind of happening during like abortion nightmare weekend. Right. And, uh, yeah, I feel like we should all number one, take more liberties. Mm -hmm. Number two, uh, share, love with each other because we're all love hungry because we're fucking hurt (laughs) yeah that's true and then like be more brave and like say fuck it and like just be a little bit more courageous with your decision making and like actually you know the scene where uh timothy chalamet takes his hands off the like steering Oh. <laughs> on the flying um yeah fucking uh hummingbirds no d- dragonflies yeah you're talking, and, and um dune in dune in dune oh. right and then he's like flow like water and they are flowing with the sandstorm mm. and they survive because they trusted the flow mm-hmm. everyone's caught up in this tide and either you're like, holy fucking shit, or holy fucking shit and okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel like it's one or the other. And I'm trying to just like, I'm actually, I've already been at like fuck it mode for a while. Mm-hmm. I went like full Jim Carrey like a few years ago. Whoa. Is, so, did, did you find a mask in the ocean? I no like Jim Carrey, like the actor, where uh. he like, it's just existentially does not care, uh, uh, fulfilled and satisfied in the void. You know, mm. like just like accepted the void, and it's just like I'm forever tethered to the void, and so are you. But you know what? What is like you could just have fun with it. Hmm. It's sort of I think what. That's so like, weird. yeah. I've I've been like, yeah, just like let's have fun with all the doom and misery and stuff. Kind of reminds me of the the new weekend um record, similar thing. And Jim Carrey's on that actually. It's kind of all about that black holes and voids and Re- that kind of really? stuff. Are you serious? It's incredible. You should I would give it a listen. It's all about okay. that. It's it's basically about him like the, he's the album starts off with him overdosing and then the rest of the album is kind of like him like right. lay flashes before his eyes type of shit all about accepting mortality and that kind of stuff and the darkness of life and all that kind of stuff. I love it. It's truly a joy. Mm-hmm. Actually, I was thinking about the mask the other day. I was thinking <laughs> of the scene at the Copacabana club. Is or No, the. Yeah. Something and like um, mm-hmm. it's like a big band um, swing, big band. 
Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like how fun that set must have been. Yeah. On those days where they're like filming. I would say so. I would say every day on the set of The Mask is a, is a fun and good day. Yeah. That I would, was really fun. I would, I would have loved to be there. I, I think I've probably seen The Mask like 200 times. Just yeah. like <laughs> That was one of those like VCRs that I would just like keep running back over and over and over and over again as a child. Oh, wait, who's that deadpan actor? Who's the... Uh, oh, fuck. Uh, I love that guy. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so good in that movie. He's so like the evil, like the villain, right? You're talking about like the character actor. No, it's like a, he's like the... Oh. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, ben Stein. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about Peter Green, the villain, who is also. No, very, very he's, scary. he's intense. Yeah. Ooh. Super duper intense. But anyway, um, yeah. Welcome to the anti podcast. We're both a bit ripped right now. So bear with us, audience. We're going to get into a lot of very interesting and insane and crazy topics for sure. Um, I guess we should probably start if we're going to get all esoteric and stuff uh talking about zodiac signs maybe you maybe you know more about them than i do and maybe you can give me some sort of a reading oh my god i would love to okay what's your do you know your stats i can basically tell you the date i was born obviously the time i was born all that kind of stuff and where and all that stuff okay okay Okay. what um okay let me see ascendant calculator hell yeah Anyone can do this. Also, um, here with Cecilia, aka Gothic Tropic, by the way. Let you, let the audience know because we kind of you know drop dropped right in conversation. Very nice, but this is how it's done. We, yes, we love cookies, <laughs> except all the cookies. Um, <clears throat> Anti art birthday. Yeah. My birthday. Oh, yes. 20, 29th of February. Uh, year. Ninety six. Jesus Christ my social too (laughs) um hour 10 40 a.m okay 10 40 a.m amazing uh place of birth city um hack and sack definitely believe in that shit i mean they're gonna dox me the internet's gonna dox me jersey hell yeah i'm from plain by the way stand up i know i saw on your wikipedia page (laughs) okay so your rising sign is in gemini so okay all that means is wherever saturn was Mm -hmm. and wherever you were born if you drew a line through space it crosses through gemini and the zodiac the fucking stars okay and My moon is in Gemini. Okay, so Gemini ascended people meet the world with curiosity and they have an insatiable thirst for knowledge. Oh, okay, cool. We're we're nerds. We're like mega nerds. Okay. Information feeds their hungry soul. (laughs) I didn't (laughs) make that up. They like to identify new realities through rich and diverse experiences. Sounds like me. So that's very, it's pretty vague and complimentary, but. Um, like most Zodiac shit, right? means is like Geminis are, are like generally nerds and into like some like specific things mm-hmm. and um, are a little bit precious. Mm-hmm. Um, and also I would say my moon is in Gemini. Your moon is supposed to be like kind of how you are intimately because the moon, Mm. you know, with me, for example, it fucks with my biology uh, as a person who gets their periods. So Mm -hmm. uh, there are very, you know, it's, it's like there's a portion that's already like, interesting the moon affects the tides the moon affects our cycles uh where's the line because that's pretty magical it right there Mm -hmm. that sounds like magic yeah it does so whatever we've defined as like space magic or astrology or whatever the fuck Mm -hmm. there's there's a little bit of like um 
ancient knowledge like wedged in there somewhere so i don't make fun of it but i do also call it space magic but i love magic and i'm not like smart enough to know if it exists or not so yeah i I think the the thing about zodiac that's really interesting that this is kind of a working theory that i have and maybe i'll maybe i'll write a book on this someday but i would say that like like i feel like if you just um it depends where you live. I mean, New Jersey is a good spot to, to, to do Zodiacs and to like understand like the inner workings of them and some of the like the tricks behind the magic kind of thing. Because I feel like if you were born in December, very close to Christmas, I feel like you're going to have a much different life experience than somebody who's born in like as soon as school gets out or something like that, like like June 25th or June 30th. You know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah, you have a charmed life if you're. Yeah, your appreciation they're... for things uh is different or you might have a chip on your shoulder if you were born on christmas because you're never going to be the main focus of you know everybody's time right it's always going to be like oh it's christmas you know what am i getting some this person for christmas type of thing right it's never fully your day but then yeah like you get out of school it's june 20th you're having pool parties every single time you might start playing football like you know what i mean and then i don't know i just feel like you might like become more popular you might like whatever and then i feel like that i feel like those signs always kind of like are the ones who are like kind of dictating things you know what i mean yeah because they feel good about their circumstances surrounding their day and they feel juiced up to seize the day the world is their oyster because uh it feels good outside and everybody's happy yeah for sure exactly it's it's it is it is very interesting how, how zodiacs work and i think that if you take if you live in New Jersey for <laughs> for your life, you can you can pretty accurately predict that, especially with the seasons like being cold, hot because we have everything on top of that. I I feel like if you if you played The Sims as a kid, I feel like you're whatever aspirations yeah. you chose that plus those seasonal things and like those kind of weird, quirky things that I mentioned. If you combine those two, I think you can f- pretty accurately figure out the person that you are. Totally. Uh, when you watched what your friends did on Sims, you could glean who they were as people mm-hmm. like just watching what they did with their like little world building like and uh god you just like triggered like a core memory of me like playing sims in my friend's tutor because mm-hmm. new jersey's full of gorgeous house like fucking yeah. houses it really is there's castles she had a spire i think that's so if you're up there playing sims and like touching each other it was it was you know good times that is a core memory that's a good one yeah playing the sims too we would like yeah in hey new jersey you could ride your bike until sunset and you know like go terrorize the local uh guy who lives next to the swamp and like Mm -hmm. make up mythologies about like who he is and yeah for for sure I i don't know if this exists anywhere else but the the con- the concept of before Halloween like mischief night or something like that does that exist everywhere? I feel like that's like such a New Jersey <laughs> at least the way the calling it mischief night like that sounds like some old like colony shit. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's the thing about New Jersey. There's like all all of the like towns, early settler, mm-hmm. fucking haunted as hell. Like oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely they're like That's ancient, tough. but yeah, they're definitely yeah ancient, but like I don't know. Yeah, New, New Jersey is an interesting place to have grown up. I would say, um, I like to experience all the seasons. I, I don't know, like going in more back into that zodiac thing that I was talking about. I don't know if like people in California would have the same experience because their birthdays are it's like kind of always summer. It's like I mean, they're it, it get it definitely relatively gets cold, but like you know what I'm saying? Like I wonder how they experience it differently. It's different in that it only, I'm calculating your moon sign right now. Hmm, okay. It, it's different in that it gets, um, it, it gets cold at night, no matter what time of the year it is. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's, you said 10, uh, 10 what? 1040, 1040. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it gets cold at night because it's like a chaparral desert place. And so even in the summer, I'll say like, Maybe there's a week where it's warm at night, but it's like you you never know when it's going to be warm at night. You yeah. just have to like. California is a very in- interesting place for sure. <clears throat> um, also beautiful for different reasons. You can like go into the mountains and go into the beach in the same day, and 
yeah that's I've, I've never done that before but I, I would like to like I would love to yeah. go skiing in the morning and then go to the beach like middle of the day or something like that I haven't been skiing since I was like five <laughs> um I think last time I did I was in high school and I was not very good it, it's scary that shit is so scary to me I'm good yeah I I would like to snowboard I've never been snowboarding I would like to snowboard as well um in new jersey they had the only indoor snowboarding place which i think which yeah they have the only indoor snowboarding place on in america or the first or something like that they would by uh the meadowlands it's the most like it, it's like the most coke-brained like idea that whole complex that they have over there is like is like a, a coke-brained idea are you, are you familiar with that at all Mm-mm. in the meadowlands like by giant stadium the story of like um xanadu and now it's, it's called american dream it's basically this like um structure it's like right next to yeah like giant stadium and it was supposed to be like a mall slash like it had restaurants like a tourist attraction that had this like indoor ski resort like it was like this like very like ambitious complex like idea that they came out with in like 2002 right and then from 2002 until 2020 they were trying to build this thing and like they like kept getting funding for it and then like obviously new jersey is so corrupt so like the funding kept getting like taken by different politicians and stuff like that and uh it got like it got like filled up with restaurants and places and then like emptied like multiple times just because of like really bad management and it's it exists now and yeah they have the first indoor the first and only indoor ski mountain so shout out to new jersey for that one (laughs) the most coke-brained stupid idea (laughs) but but i want to try it and you know all that money was washed and in the waste management business and Mm -hmm. Yeah, it existed. Oh, I love that. New Jersey loves its malls. That's like cold. Yes, like that's, that's so true. The, New Jersey <laughs> is mall based. I remember like going to like going into Sam Goody and like with the fucking plastic. You're so much younger than me. <laughs> that's all good. Uh, I'm not that much younger than you. Yeah, there is. Yes, you are. Um, the experience though in like the like 2002 mall experience was was i mean that was like limited to claire's mm-hmm. uh sam goody with the plastic things mm-hmm. you could sit with your thong out at the like fucking food court to like find somebody to Damn. freak dance on that's cool. Uh, Not yeah. the experience that I had at the malls. It was, it was nuts. New Jersey 2002 was like that sounds, that sounds cool as hell. Mm-hmm. I met I met like I'm you would meet up with your like MySpace boyfriends and like walk around and like yeah it was go to Hot Topic. It was a whole experience. Yeah. I'm old enough to have like actually lived the Pen 15 experience. Oh, okay. I got you. That's what it was. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I was around for, I was definitely around for 2002. I was, I was a, a part of the, the mall scene, but just like as a child. <laughs> so I'm aware of the stores oh, more, yeah. more than the other, the cool shit that you were talking about with free, you said freak dance. What is, what is that? Yeah. We were, we started freak dancing about like sixth grade. Mm-hmm. That was about the time where you know, dry humping, free dancing at like the oh. parties and the, you know, the basement parties and shit, you know. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Or the church. Yeah, that was the, that was the first time I did what you would call free dancing. Yeah, I guess right. that's pretty much the first time I did that. Like at ninth church. grade, uh, for the first dance at our school. It was just like, you know, intermingling or whatever. Right. And it was just like, whoa, big change from eighth grade to ninth grade. I was not talking to girls <laughs> even remotely in eighth grade jersey girls are wild man <laughs> correct <laughs> is, is it still calculating my moon sign you're a cancer moon oh is that good or bad or what it's is it good. it's 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 you know okay so cancers attuned to your emotions tend to have a lot of feelings you want to take care of others, but deep down, you also want to make sure you're taken care of too. Um, you have a need for someone to understand how you feel about something. Uh, yeah. 
cancers I've heard are like romantic. Hmm. Okay. okay. Cancer think, moods are think? in it for the long haul. Flash romances and one night stands are not your cup of tea. You want to merge at a deep soul level and are quite picky about the people you connect with. Um. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. I, at one point in my life, that definitely was not true. But at this point, yes, I would say that's pretty true. <clears throat> uh, do you want a family? Yes. Yeah. Success and stability are also nurturing and giving is a two-way street. I mean, that, that all sounds agreeable to me as yeah. well. Yeah, I wish I wish the zodiac things would like in, kind of insult you and just be like, "Cancers are are trash. <laughs> they never call back after the first date." You know, <laughs> I wish it would just like say that, and then I, I could be like, I can assess it on that level because at least that's like, I you know, I I can definitely get insulted, but if it doesn't, if the insult doesn't apply to me, I could just kind of be like, "Oh yeah, you know." Right. Yeah. If you talk to somebody who really knows about that this stuff and they do your chart, they'll tell you like you they'll read your mail to you specifically. Mm-hmm. it's hard to look something up on the internet that's like mystical yeah no that's totally fair yeah and uh, like, it's like self-diagnosing like on WebMD or something yeah exactly yeah like i was in sixth grade one time and i think i think i like my jaw was hurting or something and it told me that i had um cocaine abuse that was the what i was doing yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know just like inspiring like uh paranoia Mm -hmm. exactly that's uh totally fair but um is there anything else to read in the chart or is that uh those are your top three so yeah what's your sun sign uh like my just my regular yeah i'm a pisces so you're a pisces gemini rising cancer Mm -hmm. moon yes yes very good very good power i think it's solid so Pisces are solid. Pisces are supposed to be, I think they're the end of the, of the Zodiac. So they're like the mm. most I, like I over shit, I guess, but also the most spiritual yeah. kind of like the teacher. Yeah, that's, I, yeah, I would say that that's fair. And then being a, a leap year. Yeah, I'm definitely a fucking egomaniac. <laughs> that, that, that throws off the, being, an, being a leap year and being from New Jersey completely throw this chart like like. yeah that's good my chart is a little like Mm -hmm. they cancel out out each other i'm a virgo with a sagittarius rising and a gemini moon Mm. virgos are like like kind of secretive and precious and maybe persnickety and like like things a certain way Mm -hmm. and are like neat freaks and anal and mm-hmm. uh but also they think they're right all the time and like they actually kind of are they're really smart and competent and like mm-hmm. they know how to do stuff and they're trustworthy and reliable and like safe with your shit but like the sagittarius and but like kind of serious mm. And, but the Sagittarius in me is like, no, I'm a clown and a slut and a and a oh, okay. like, a crazy person, but of, not in a fun way, not in like a problematic way. That's like the jester. Because, uh, because Virgos right. are simps. Yeah. So my simp makes me a nurturer and a caretaker, but my caretaking instinct is a slippery slope. Mm. Ooh, ooh, don't do that anymore uh, type shit. Right. Sagittarius comes in is like, you know what? I just want to like do me and like own my power and like be weird and be a clown and like be sexy. And then Gemini moon is like, oh, but I'm a nerd and I have my things and I'm a tinkerer in the wheat fields and I have like a purpose and Mm. like a deep, like, uh like uh nerd mind palace of of things that fuel my identity and my ego and because like gemini's are like kind of like ego-y yeah but yeah. like 
but like cool and they have like cool aesthetic shit and fucking shit gemini seems to be the most prevailing and the coolest one the ones that are always getting like like i don't know like i was at a a friend's birthday who's a gemini and it was like it was just clear that it's just like you know again it's like the beginning of summer she's very popular you know what i mean she did sports you know what i mean like it's it definitely they like these things are hot yeah i would say i would say all the gemini's i know are like cool and hot and i yeah 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 shout out shout out to my friend she is cool and hot (laughs) my friend kanye was virgos get virgos get a bad bad rep i think i think pisces men get a bad rep I hear that like Scorpios get a bad rep. Yeah, uh, I don't know. You, Is you... that because of their like revenge thing? Oh, they have a. I don't even know these like. I don't know. These, what, like, I... RPG, RPG side traits. That's crazy. I mean, I just assume that or like they're they're, they're like I don't know mysterious or Scorpio traits. Damn, maybe Scorpio is the. But cool. I, I also hear they're they're like you know they're freaks, right? But like actually, Virgos are the secret freak. That's the, the 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 thing about that is like Virgos keep their mm-hmm. their closet like their closet freaks. Yeah, um, yeah. Fierce independence. Um, hmm. Scorpios can be intimidating, but they're loyal and ambitious. Drake is a Scorpio. Uh, tough, jealous, secretive never show their cards, don't like to display any vulnerability. These are Scorpios, right? Yeah, this is, um, Drake is a Scorpio. Resentful, controlling, stubborn. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, this all tracks for Drake as well. Yeah. Oh, God, I got, yeah, Scorpios, man. True. Scorpios, it's just a world of, uh, it's just a, a Scorpio and Gemini's uh, world, and we're just, we're just living in it. Is what they... <laughs> say <laughs> yeah. and i'll give it to them a little bit mm-hmm. i'll let them step on step on my neck yeah i mean again because i have i have that in me like but i'm also a switch so mm, it really okay. i got you sure got that makes sense i was gonna say uh i'm an astrological switch yeah i got you i was gonna say drake is again drake is a scorpio kanye is a gemini right but the two of them don't have the biggest streaming numbers in the world right now. Who does? Justin Bieber, Pisces male. Mic drop. That's all I have to say. Boom. Bieber's a Pisces. Yeah, he's a Pisces male. He revealed it in that song where he had the ski mask on. And I'm sure at a different point because I out there publicly. <laughs> have you, have you like, have you ever dove into Bieber's like, um, like psyche? um i mean i've i followed him from such a young age because i was such a hater so i was like very in tune to like what he was what he was doing. it was just classic when, when you're like <laughs> i was like in whatever like maybe it was middle school or something and they were just like oh like justin B- like fuck justin bieber and miley cyrus like acdc is like blah blah where's like the old music like that kind of shit like that like mentality and like every, it, yeah justin bieber became like the new barney it's like you want to like kill mm-hmm. i, I want to throw barney out of a plane like i want to throw justin bieber out of a plane type shit Mm. so so i followed him intimately from the beginning and like just seeing him pissing in mop buckets spitting on fans and then he did the roast and hannibal burris just like completely just like put him in his place and then you just you can just really track right everything his dad just being a kind of a fuck up so is he kind of like bieber um i don't know i'm not sure i'm not like spinning on fans and like whatever the fuck oh not a good dude like that yeah just like a bad person just like generally speaking just a bad person i don't know um i think he i think he redeemed himself but at the same time he did have he did have mlk on his last album (laughs) so i think he's trying to redeem himself too hard and now he's just, it's kind of like the bell, um, bell curve theory or whatever, like where it's just like, I don't know if I'm even saying that right, but it's just almost like you're trying to do one thing so much that you just end up back in the same spot. For some reason, I can't like bring myself to like hold him responsible for like whatever he's done because I don't know if there's anything 
driving the ship. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You know, it's almost like he's just, I don't know. In my mind, he's still like a kid. Yeah. That's and totally I'm like, I, I don't know who he is. When he talks, I don't, I still don't know who he is. Yeah. I, I would love to have just like a sit down conversation with him for just like two hours and just like figure out who he is. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like he definitely has that. Kind of, yeah. He has that childish like kind of thing, but then he also like just slightly has that kind of Chet Hanks kind of like, like right. super, super bravado thing. And then also like an accent too. You know what I mean? I know. Like, yeah, he definitely has the, like, the put the shield up bravado dumb guy thing as well. The dumb guy thing. Yeah. That's always so fascinating to me. That was so fucking funny. That Chet Hanks Seaway um like exchange. All those exchanges, like, oh my god. Yeah. They're all good. They're all very good. I, I think it's uh I think that show is definitely like you it's know. brilliant. Yeah, I think it's pretty I think the interviews at least That's... are pretty brilliant. I don't does she do any I don't know if she does any sketches outside of that or something, probably like outside like on the margins of the, the, the meetings or the interviews or whatever, but like yeah. Um it is genius to kind of see how um, she brings on these guests and how like how like the topics that they talk about and especially the Chet Hanks one was was really entertaining for me because you know just so unapologetic but she was like laughing <laughs> kind of yeah. like, she kind of got it she kind of got the shtick I mean it, it she knew what they were capturing was great yeah and she knew to stay in it yeah it's yeah. like perfect clown work because okay so I started taking clown from Chad Damiani, who works also with Natalie Palamides, who has that. Oh, wait, like you're in clown school? Is that what you're saying? Like you're taking clowning? Right. Okay. Yeah. Got it. And um, Natalie has a show on Netflix called Nate, and it's really funny. It's She's in drag, um, tits out with hair, like, and mm. a black eye, and... Uh, is exploring toxic masculinity and consent. Oh, wow. Uh, she has a giant penis. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, so that's on Netflix if you're curious of the type of the brand of clown that, Check it out. you know, the Griffith Park uh, clown zoo, mm-hmm. night clown. I, I go in the night times. <laughs> Wait, so that's in the-, the day. I did it in the day once. It's Wait. like live performance. Uh, okay. At an abandoned zoo. Okay. This sounds no. I'm I'm only laughing because it sounds extremely like honestly. It sounds very cool. Like I like it sounds like you're like. Yeah. I'm not making it up, but it sounds made up. It sounds made up. That's why I'm saying it sounds very like. Right. It sounds like some shit from like a like a strange like Holly Hollywood type movie, but um, continue. This I'm, isn't an acid trip. I'm listening. Uh. So we do clown at the at the abandoned zoo in Griffith Park. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, so since I started doing that and understanding that like clown is a, a performer fighting a grizzly bear with a shrimp fork, like mm-hmm. in a nutshell, mm-hmm. I you know like Zach Galifianakis and uh, Eric Andre and Hannibal and Z-Way and like. Sasha Baron Cohen, Baron Cohen, and mm-hmm. all these people are clown. That's clown shit. That's like yeah. deep clown, right? And uh, uh, I'm seeing more and more of that, like kind of like sketch, like character stuff, mm-hmm. and it's so good. And I'm very happy about it. Yeah, that's um. When how did you how do you get into a clown school? <laughs> Is it like, is it like, I don't know if you've ever played like Skyrim or like Fallout or something like that. Is it like a quest line? Like, do you like have to meet, like, do you have like a random encounter or like GTA five more so because you're in LA? Is it like a random encounter or like, no, <laughs> <Do you, laughs> I, it's so interesting. I, I didn't want to hear, I want to hear more. Um, about well, a couple of friends of mine, like work with him and do performances with him. And I was just like a fan. So I was like, I, 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 he put out a post, like I'm doing classes on zoom over COVID. Mm-hmm. And I was so depressed that I was like, yeah, wow, I'm fucking doing that. And so I 
emailed him and I got in and, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's fucking cheaper than therapy and it's almost more valuable than therapy in some ways. Cause it was an hour and a half of like nonsense and, and prompts and play and we're playing out the, the zoom meeting as if it's like a, it's running like a variety show and we're getting pitted against each other and there's competitions and there's like hmm. drills and like, you know, it's almost like busking. You have a prompt and you do like a piece based off the prompt. And if, and if it's not funny, you leave the room, you turn your camera off. And if it's funny, you stay and you keep on and you, you get judged at the end, uh, brutally and merc- mercilessly, mm-hmm. um, merciful, mercilessly, mercilessly. Yeah. Mercifully would mean like, Oh, like you're, you're not okay. mercifully. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes he shows mercy. Um, and that's like, and that's if the piece is so bad that it's good. Yeah. So. Wow. Um, yeah, that was, that was awesome. We're, we're, there's actually, you know, a few shows left um, that some of the, some of my friends do um, every Wednesday at the zoo. Damn. All right. Well, next time I'm in um, the Los Angeles area, I will go see clowning. Come on out to clown. I'm down to clown for sure. So I'm, yeah, I will be there. Great. Yeah. I'm already from Jersey. So you know that I'm a clown. (laughs) I'm paying excessive amounts of rent in New York. You already know I'm a clown. I'm a giant fan. You know, I'm a clown. You know what I mean? We're all clown. clown. We are all clown and clown. Clown is just, the nucleus of all that is Mm. just in the middle because it is truth. It's just the truth. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. When when you wrote it into, when you said like Eric Andre and stuff or like, yeah, like Z-Way or like that kind of thing, or even Chet Hanks. Yeah. It it, it makes sense. Cause it's just like, it's just going so far over the edge kind of where it's just like, Um, where it's like, wait, that's what we look like type shit. It is like a mirror reflection. I mean, right. yeah, I guess we're all clowns. And that's why I guess that's why clown memes and stuff are so prevalent nowadays. We're kind of embracing. At first it was cringe and now we're kind of embracing. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, you know, we're all getting left on red. We're all. <laughs> yeah. She's going to text me back, bro. You know, we're all whatever. Miss the bus and miss the whole concert. So I'm a clown. You know what I mean? And the idea is you use that pitifulness to endear yourself to the audience. That's pretty much what all of comedy is. Yeah. For sure. And even drama. Yeah, I guess drama, too, where you're using. You, you don't want to win. Yeah, I guess. I guess Comedy, kinda... you, winning is not fucking funny. Right. No, that's true. That's a good point. That's that's actually very interesting. Yeah. And even in drama, it's kind of the same thing where it's just like, yeah, it's all like, I don't know, like the sound of metal or something. That movie would not have been as compelling if it wasn't about like a guy who was going deaf or whatever. Like that's that was kind of the point of the movie. And that's like something that like is like not pitiful but something that people like would would be like oh my god so it's kind of almost like the inverse you know what i mean it's like using it as a more serious tool to tell a story and to elicit tears rather than laughter but it is at the end of the day you know it's the same kind of thing yeah the the fun thing about that is like the laugh now cry later effect Mm -hmm. yeah because it's the south it's the bomb. It's the balm of, of life is, is clown. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to, to throw some things from your Wikipedia at you in, <laughs> in rapid succession. This is Wikipedia word salad um, where I am going to spit some things from your uh, Wikipedia page back at you. So the first, the first prompt is Gucci MySpace campaign. What could you tell me about the Gucci MySpace campaign? Uh this was 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had me as the cover of their shits for like years because they filmed a staged show in a warehouse and uh, I was wearing Gucci. And you were on MySpace. And, um, it was when I think it's when t- Justin Timberlake bought MySpace and was like, "I'm gonna, f- I'm gonna oh, do it." Right. Yeah, and then Tumblr kind of just took right over. Like, 
I don't know what happened. But by the way, I lost so much music because I forgot to rip it off MySpace because I uploaded it when I was like in 2006 or something, yeah. seven. Mm-hmm. That's oh crazy. Oh my God, good stuff that's just like... Forever lost? Yeah. That's so interesting. Maybe you can tell me a little bit more also just about like the MySpace era. Like, because like growing up, growing up as somebody that didn't, was not just using it for like, I don't know, like, as you said, like having MySpace boyfriends, but also like promoting yourself and having music out there. Like, what was it like being on the frontier of like, like fucking like online music? Yeah, that's cool. That's Jeffrey super cool. Star. And uh, Jeffree well, Star, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, I remember Jeffree Star from back in the day <laughs> as well. Yeah. That was like your um, contemporary back in the day. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Wow. He, we he was he was really good friends with uh, my friend Andy, who was like skinny, covered in tats, like skater kid, mm-hmm. his type. Um, <laughs> and uh, we just fucking would go to like Third Street Promenade, and I realized that we were just his entourage and i was like this feels odd and i um just have like a lot of uh fun old memories from the scene the the days of your back in play tell me some i don't know well that was one yeah i was we, we were just following him around third street promenade and i was like (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're just <laughs> supporting jeffrey star like walking around just like hey you need like a water or something like <laughs> yeah yeah like a personal assistant yeah. i was like oh yeah that's whack Did um you- it wasn't it wasn't his fault it was just that like oh it was just by it, circumstance i thought you meant it was yeah. like an thing. my fault no no it was just like it just kind of felt like why, why, what, what mission were we on? Were we running an errand? Were yeah. we getting food? Like we weren't really doing anything. Mm. You know what I mean? We were just like. Kind of roving around. Ro- yeah. And that's what, that's what you would do in like LA in like 2008, nine, mm-hmm. just go places, go to like Teddy's or the Roosevelt night swim shit. Mm-hmm. Fucking overpass. Ugh. That's cool, so. No. <laughs> no. As a, as a yeah, as an as an 18-year-old with yeah, it was like it was crazy. But looking oh back at it, not so much. Yeah, good times. <laughs> all right. I mean, yeah, like it's just like it 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 like all of those like god experiences uh were formative for sure i mean i actually wouldn't have met like one of my best friends um i met i met one of my best friends on on a platform dancing in a club in hollywood for underage like 18 and over oh shit. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. not underage but, but like you know yeah i got you i got you i was underage but the i knew the door person and they didn't give a fuck. Um, yeah, so I know that I know that if I hadn't been a reckless teenager in LA, I probably wouldn't have met some of my, you know, best friends. But yeah, uh, no, I, I feel but, that that happens sometimes where it's just like, oh, like you look back on the era with like cringe or something, but you're like, oh, I did make like two really good friends that I'm still friends with to this day, type of thing. So it's like, eh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Just gotta live your life, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw another uh, Wikipedia word salad phrase at you. Um, Polish opera singer. Oh, that's my mom. She's uh, she's an opera singer and a vocal coach and a and a goat. Mm-hmm. UCLA professor as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia. I'm telling you. Yeah, she's like she's really good. Uh, at uh her job and 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 as like a and as a, as a vocal coach she's um helps people i mean recover from like vocal injuries and like has an has anatomical knowledge like i've never heard like hmm. 
some of her um, like voice lessons are like pretty hands on and like. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. It's it's interesting. You, I can kind of start to see like where you develop some certain things. I feel like because it's like the musical obviously comes from her, like for sure. Like like it's the wanting to sing and that kind of stuff. But also, I guess like the like the anatomical things are seen are seen as like probably like quote unquote nerdy or seen as kind of like scientific uh -huh. or like curious even i guess so i feel like that's where you probably get that from as well so that's yeah cool. my, my mom's a my mom's a beast mm -hmm. she's a brain she is a brain my mom's a solid brain i like i need to like get all of her knowledge you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah got you all right I I would like to obtain all all of her knowledge. She's a polyglot. She's nuts. What is that? She speaks like multiple languages. Oh shit! I can't even speak. And she's a history buff. You can ask her about like she has a insane memory. You can ask her about any point in history, and she'll have like specific like anecdotal like side knowledge about like the time period and the context and the operators mm. and the like all this shit that's interesting yeah going deeper than just the surface of knowing what the event is and that kind of stuff it's more so yeah, what actually happened yeah yeah that's cool i feel like if you fuse her knowledge and your knowledge you could we would get like the perfect like jeopardy um contestant <laughs> she doesn't need me really oh for this for the but there's always contemporary shit where it's just like you know if young metro I don't trust you he's gonna do what to you Right. <laughs> you know, your mom might not know shoot. Yeah. But <laughs> she does keep working with kids in their early twenties because of being a college professor. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah, that's true. She might know more shit than I do. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she knows like the top 100 TikTok stars just at any current moment. <laughs> just like the rankings. But I will say opera singers are complete classical music nerds to towards their teachers. Mm -hmm. They 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 they're like such a specific person. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. That's cool. So they're have you ever cool. seen your they're like very wholesome. Mm -hmm. Have you seen your mom like do opera in like a, in front of like a large crowd of people, or or is it you have? Oh yeah. Is that exciting? Y yeah, I've I've been see I've been watching that since I was a kid. I think the first performance I went to was probably the Met. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know. I was as young as as young as i could be where i could sit still and not like make any noise so probably like five or six mm -hmm. Damn. yeah i watch i remember seeing i think i was like nine i saw her do harvey milk wow she, um as an opera yeah wow she played diane Fe feinstein oh my god <laughs> what the hell? yeah and uh, she had a lesbian scene um, in a bathtub. Oh, my God. Wow. And. Uh, and then like crying scenes and all this shit. And so she briefed me before the show and before this. And I like I would be backstage even when I was even younger and just like chilling backstage and coloring and like taking a nap, whatever. Yeah, yeah, doing. Uh, I'd watch her do her makeup backstage, and it was like, it's yeah. I mean, I think about it right now. Like, it's just the classic scene of like opera, like classical backstage, like low kind of ceiling, like, mm -hmm. and uh, the mirror with the bulbs and everything. Yeah, and she's doing her makeup, and she was like, you know, she's like sat me down and she briefed me on what the like scenes were going to be. And she was like explaining that she was pretending and that she was just, you know, acting as pretending and that, and that she was going to pretend that she was going to cry, but she didn't want me to feel like she was really crying. So she, you know, ah, you would start crying. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And so, uh, so 
it's cool because she knew what she, you know, you, if your kid's smart enough to like, kids can be smart. Like, and, uh, and I saw the performance and it was moving because, I mean, I was, I was moved to tears anyway, because it was a moving performance, Mm -hmm. but I'm glad that she told me that it, you know, I knew it wasn't real, but you know, still like as a kid, you see your mom cry, like you're, you're moved to tears. Like, Mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's i saw a lot of performances all right and then one more uh wikipedia word salad prompt um tang brain yeah that's the uh ep that i just put out um mm-hmm. it is a masterpiece if i do say so myself i really uh enjoyed it a lot <sighs> thank you mm-hmm. i told you like you said that you you told me that you had released a uh, ep and i saw it on the dome of doom um label which um, I know I like have talked to Wiley for about a year. So I'm very, I'm very familiar with the artist on that label. Um, so I knew that it was going to be good just like off that, like off his taste level. But then, yeah, I listened okay. to it and it's very funky. You know, it has, um, how, how do you pronounce it? Is it Brigine? Yeah. Brigine on it, um, who I clocked because I loved her album from last year. Um, it's just very fun, very funky, but it's also very like gets personal and the, there's like actually good lyrics and stuff on it. It's not just like kind of like, that indie style indie like old indie style where it's kind of just like more fun like a vampire weekend or something it's more like actually like i don't know you have like really good lyricism in there on the song only fans especially thank you sure uh yeah that was uh that was fun um i it's so i met brigine initially because we we're sharing a fake id around 18 mm-hmm. <laughs> um it was uh, a mutual friend of ours who was like you kind of look like each other. You could definitely pull this off. Like, cause we were trying to figure out how I was going to play shows and how she was going to get in. And yeah. Yeah. And um, so we were, we had, we were sharing a fake ID and that's how we met. And um, it was just like, you know, in friendship since then. Um, and so she's always been uh a percussionist and like an insane conga player. Um, like it runs in her family actually. Um, and amazingly we would just run into each other, like out on tour and festivals and stuff. And then, um, yeah, I, I was making this record and I asked her if she wanted to like sing or, or uh, play on it. And um, I sent it to her cause it was like her, totally her vibe. Mm-hmm. And the the point of the EP was just like a, like a complete, like needle dropping. Um, shout out Anthony Fantano. Sorry. <laughs> what? I said shout out Anthony Fantano because you said needle uh, drop. <laughs> um, uh. Like just um, chaotic, like uh, Venn diagram of yeah. all my sh- all the things that i like it, it reminded me a bit a little Otherwise. bit of band, um um i don't know if you've ever heard of like battles kind of reminded, yeah. reminded me a little bit of battles and it reminded me a little bit of liars the the one the more recent ep that the lp that i, I had in yeah it reminded me of that a little bit too especially with the cover it reminded me of, like that colorful oh, and, like, mysterious yeah 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 so i, I love so- that the drummer in battles has his yeah like up here mm-hmm. he's like oh yeah Very is that nice. a microphone thing what's that having this symbol all the way up oh, here. um yeah most likely either yeah. to, either to stand out or yeah as like as a microphone thing or just kind of like a an artistic like <laughs> band-aid <laughs> for something that right. looks weird like you know something like that like oh i want yeah. it up here you know artistic band-aid damn yeah um yeah so that that was a fun record because I was just like, fuck it. It's it's the pandemic. It's in the middle of the pandemic. And um, I was um, staying uh, at my friend's house um, and he's an artist and a drummer. And so he laid down all the live drums, mm-hmm. um, Robert DeLong. And uh, yeah, uh, Ali X. Um, I hit her up because I play bass with her when she goes out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you like this super sexy goth song that I made? And she's like, yes. <laughs> I'm like, 
may you sing on it and she fucking killed second verse mm-hmm. um she's very good yes i love her verse very yeah. pow- very very powerful like she blessed my ass modern rock type voice yeah for sure yeah um so yeah i like this one i actually like this one it's, it's good super, super solid um ep i'm gonna start looking into your back catalog as i continue but i've been been mostly listening to that one because i wanted to kind of have that fresh in my brain for the interview and that kind of thing and yeah it's just been very good it's just been in my in my playlist and stuff so yeah super super good um maybe we can do a quick very very quick rundown of some of the things that you texted me you said something about music films mycology aliens maybe we can just quickly uh <laughs> like lightning round type shit go through um fa- uh, favorite films give me your top three <laughs> <laughs> With nail and I. Oh, sorry. Hold on. You're you're screaming. Uh, blew out the speed, the, the reception of it for one second. Go one more time. Sorry. I'm so sorry. My screaming. Because you're like, gorgeous. Ah! Uh, yeah. high E flat. Yes. My, my okay. bad. Um, with nail and I. Orlando. Mm-hmm. Walk hard. The Dewey Cox story? Yes. The first two I haven't seen. The third I'm a massive fan of. Great, nice. great movie. Honestly, better than like it came out in that Step Brothers um, era where yeah. it was kind of like those like comedy films with John C. Riley and those kind of people. And it was kind of almost like a side one. But like looking back, it's kind of like structurally the like it's most funny, holds up the best, you know? And the music is amazing. The music is amazing. I love the scene where he has the, 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 um, people from like Australia or something in there and it's like or something like that and it's like they're playing like didgeridoos it's like a, like a seven I need 10,000 didgeridoos I know more dialogue in that movie than my own lyrics <laughs> I can recite the whole film it's so fucking funny <laughs> I don't want any more glass cats for Christmas oh my god I love that just the whole like uh, the fucking like what do you call it the peer pressuring with, <laughs> with the drugs that whole shit is classic. Jack White is Elvis. Um, you know. All right, music ready. Um, music. Let's say, what is the worst album that's ever <laughs> that's ever graced my ears? Yeah, <laughs> let's go opposite. Yeah, what's the worst album? Holy shit! Oh <laughs> fuck. Um. Oh my god, the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh my god! I don't want to say. <laughs> is it like it's too contemporary, isn't it? It's like somebody like who just dropped. <laughs> I gotta say something that's not around. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say like tones and I. <laughs> What's tones and I? It's this like pop um out this pop star from like Australia, probably one of the worst. It came out last year. Definitely one of the worst albums I've heard. Um, oh fuck. I can't, I can't, I can't not think about the one thing that I'm thinking about because I'm fixated on not thinking about the one thing that I'm thinking about. <laughs> yeah. I know it's tough. It's tough, especially because you record, you do, you probably do like, do you do sessions and stuff like that? Like with other musicians and that kind of thing? Yes. Like professionally? Yeah. <laughs> so let's keep it like, what's the best album you've ever heard? How about that? Oh, I want to go worse. I want to go worse. <laughs> All right. I, let me think though. All right. The yeah. fucking worst garbage that I've ever heard in my fucking life. Go mm-hmm. to hell, you piece of shit, is... Um... Oh! <laughs> I can't... My brain is saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. You can say it and I'll believe it. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Damn, that was one, like... Is it more so like you know you know them or something? <laughs> no, but yeah, you might they're around. There might be an opportunity of some. <laughs> I don't want the opportunity. I don't give it to me. I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is gonna be so much funnier, bleeps, because it's just nobody's gonna have any clue who you're talking about because it's so it's so like it's not like it's not like you said like oh Olivia Rodrigo sour or something where it's like. You're like fumbling a bag, but it's like very whatever. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, I, I think 
I'm going to bleep it and li- like literally nobody will be able to guess it. <laughs> so this is going to be very good for the audience. I, I, it, <laughs> it's, it's painful to, to be subjected to mm. for me. Okay. That's, that's it's totally the fair. worst I've ever heard. And I don't know how it happened. Mm-hmm. Do you kind of get it? I've never heard that album before. Like, okay, oh, okay. That's why I'm laughing too. Because, <laughs> because like it's it's it, that's a good that's a good one to to say and then to have that reaction because again, literally nobody will guess. But I will listen to it after this. Let me know. I will. Um, but I would say the worst album that I've ever heard is Smoke probably <laughs> yeah. Smoke Some More. Absolutely. Um, Visionland by Wabi and Wabi and Namir. Who? exactly see that okay, that's, okay that's one i really don't care if i lose the connection or not why be in why vision land i realized it's, it it's horrible i realized it's he's like a rapper and like i realize he's like he was like from that era of rappers in like 2014 or 15 no like no no sorry like 2018 more specifically where it was just like those like quote-unquote soundcloud rappers so it was like little right. punk smoke per okay okay oh XXX, that's easy to hate yeah xx tentacion but like he's like he had one good song. i love xx xxx though yeah his music is his he was like a star out of that era for sure but like um um yeah yb and Namir vision land okay um okay and then any spare thoughts on aliens and mycology before we sign off and uh, sure. Aliens are tight. Um, they're probably, you know, just, you know, we haven't, we haven't even cataloged half, half of the species in the ocean yet. So who are we really that smart? Mm-hmm. Come on. Um, Excellent. mycology, amazing mushrooms and fungus is going to save the planet. Uh, if they just let it, if they just fucking let it. Mm-hmm. Explain. It's it's the perfect network. It is it is by it, it it's like it's very it, like existence is mm-hmm. for um progress. Shout out mushrooms, uh huh. And you know what they say it's closer to a living organism than a vegetable because it has this kind of like neural network under underneath the the soil that Mm. like acts as like avatar tales telling Mm. other base of of fungus roots what to do with those trees over there Mm -hmm. and then like oh let's we're decomposing over here let's send our minions of change over to this area that like needs some shit to happen Mm -hmm. so you could take the power of fungus correcting incorrect things on the planet yeah. to eating plastic and things that don't break down hmm. uh, on our planet. Um, and it can be completely like eradicated, like all pollution and oil and like uh, all of these pollutants can just be like completely wiped out with the power of fungus nice that's a great i think that's a i think that's a good quote to end on i think we would live in a better society if um we just let that fungus cook you know what i mean just let it go let it let it do its thing it knows what to do Mm -hmm. if there's a mushroom growing on your maserati just leave it there you know what i mean there's a symbiotic relationship there somewhere (laughs) yeah um well thank you for joining me well we can we can talk after this all i just gotta stop the recording but um yeah thanks for coming on the show that was a very very fun very enlightening um very interesting uh conversation thank you thank you do you have anything else to plug at all socials type stuff follow me on instagram and on spotify and apple and whatever the fuck you use it's gothic tropic